the, the, the children that we were focused on. This was an outreach uh, as well uh, to, the, to the adults. And, you know, I, I've expressed before uh, s- some of the um, uh, sentiments toward uh, that congregation. The best way that I can describe that congregation is it, just a, it's a congregation full of good and sincere people. Uh, but that have been affected by uh, uh, doctrinally weak preaching uh, throughout the years. Uh, and so uh, we, we certainly see the fruits of that. And so we wanted to go in and influence the adults as well. And David had said that we, we had classes in, in, you know, during the day, the women's and the men's class, uh, and, and that was helpful to them. But also uh, there were uh, carefully selected speakers uh, toward, uh, that spoke to the adults in the evening and, and some of these speakers one of them uh, he drove uh, from uh, he was in the middle of Bible camp and he drove four hours to come down and to speak to the brethren and and some of the things that they said uh, I didn't get to hear all the speakers I was busy with the teens but I hear that some of the things that they said were some of the things you badly needed to hear and, and so that was one of the blessings we had to we got to have some sound uh, speakers in, in, in that congregation and so uh, overall, again, it was just a, a wonderful experience. The, the children in Carrizo, uh, they, they certainly uh, um, had a, a wonderful time, but uh, it was the first time that they ever experienced anything like that. They had never heard of a VBS, uh, let alone uh, experienced one, and so they got to have a taste of what that was like, and so that was a blessing to be able to have that. Uh, as to the work in Carrizo, well, we started Bible classes in May uh, one adult class uh, and two kids classes. Kayla also has her, her Thursday uh, ladies class, uh, which seems to be improving every time. Uh, their study, uh, as Kayla told me, has been focused on First Peter, and the focus has been on uh, the practicality of your faith. Uh, again, benefit is more than numbers, and I just want to stress that even though we had uh, good numbers at VBS, uh, you know, I think two classes averaged about, what, 10, uh, 12 uh, kids, and, and uh, teams was about 10 uh, 12 uh, kids as well. And the adults, there was about 25, 30 adults every night. So we're talking about numbers, but the benefit was absolutely more than, than the numbers. And when we're talking about the, the, the work in Carrizo, especially uh, uh, Kayla's class, uh, you know, Kayla, you know, she tells me of some things like, like women who uh, weren't uh, praying before because they were too afraid. I don't know how to pray. Well, now they're praying. And, and, and they're doing things uh, in that ladies' class. And so I'm just, I'm just proud of Kayla, and I just can't express the, 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 the work that Kayla is doing and how important it is there. Um, as to the General Assembly in, in Carrizo, for the past four months, we have been um, engaged in a study of the church, uh, who we are as a church, appreciating and studying the New Testament church what we are, as, as to what the church is to be in all of its glory. Uh, no doubt you are aware that the church has faced many uh, a challenge in the past year or two, uh, especially Carrizo. Carrizo has had her share of challenges, and what these challenges have done is given us an opportunity to look in the mirror of God's word and examine ourselves. How are we doing? How are we responding to these challenges? Are we responding the way the New Testament church would respond to these challenges? And so our approach to understand the church of the New Testament actually began with the study of God's people in the Old Testament. Uh, before we got into the substance of the church, we, it was helpful to understand the shadow in the Old Testament, uh, studying God's Old Testament people in Old Testament Israel. 
but before, uh, again, but we, we, but we began with the, the beginning of God's plan in Genesis. And we worked our way through Genesis. That led to the beginning of God's nation in Exodus. And, and that nation, that Israel, that, that God founded, that God delivered, that, that, that God provided the water, that God parted the water, that nation to whom God has given his law and the manna from heaven, that nation to whom God had provided the lamb and the blood of the lamb by which he passed over that, that their houses, that nation was going to give rise to another nation. That physical nation was going to give rise to not another physical nation, but a spiritual nation that is the church of our Lord, God's nation today. And so by, by appreciating where the, the church has come from, uh, we're able to understand who we are as the church today. And uh, our plan is to continue that study as we study the, the, the church in the book of Ephesians. That's where we are at now. As far as the, the teen class and Uvalde, uh, uh, as, as, as David said, I preach full-time in Carrizo, but I teach the teen class uh, in Uvalde. Uh, we're currently engaged in an Old Testament uh, study, uh, Old Testament survey using the engraved, Engraving Heavenly Truths curriculum. Uh, some of you may be familiar with it. I was talking to the teens this morning about that. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it is a system uh, based on uh, flashcards and memorizing terms and, and, and Bible names and Bible verses, and, and students will either make a card. I have some note cards there with, uh, for them, and, and they will make a card as we go along, as we, as we come across these terms, and, and I would have them jot down additional notes. And so for every 20 terms that we cover, uh, we have a trivia night. In fact, when we get back this Wednesday, uh, this upcoming Wednesday is our next trivia night. And so we'll have pizza beforehand and prizes afterward. Overall, a very good time. Uh, but it's important to emphasize as well, we're not just memorizing things. Uh, we're not just memorizing Bible facts. Uh, we're using the note cards uh, to guide our thoughts and, and make application to real-life scenarios. Uh, that these children are living in and, and the things that would uh, confront them, especially in their, the age that they find themselves in. For instance, one of the cards uh, would say the, the first home, and on the back of the card would say Adam and Eve. But you know, uh, you better believe that we're going to be talking about marriage. And we spent about three, four weeks talking about the purpose of marriage, the design of marriage, the components of marriage. Uh, and we talked about men and women's role in marriage. Uh, some people might find not, that not to be a suitable uh, a topic for teens. But amazingly, one of the teens came up to me and, and just appreciated. Uh, she had never heard anything like that before. It is sad when there are teens who are on the verge of dating who never had studied marriage before. And so we studied about marriage. Another example is where we had a, a, an issue uh, come up. One of the teens wanted to know if we were going to participate in hot days this year. That's H-O-T-T. -T. I didn't know what that was. I did some, some research, and it was the ministerial alliance in, uh, you know, where the denominations get together, clean up the community. And so, uh, well, I found out about that, and uh, uh, I just, uh, you know, we had a, I, I saw the opportunity where we, we had a, a card, uh, the Tower of Babel. Uh, and so we, we talked about the Tower of Babel, and we used that card to talk about biblical unity. And we talked about the potential, the amazing potential of unity, how, how nothing that, that those early Babylonians would, would propose to do in their minds would be impossible for them. And we talked about the ingredients of unity. And, and by the way, if you want to know how to grow a church, study the Tower of Babel. 
how, how everybody was willing to work, and how they were united on a goal to make a name for themselves, and, and, and how, they were, how, how they were communicated effectively. They all had one language. Those is, that's the ingredient of unity. But we also stress the condition of unity. God does not want unity at all costs. And we stress that. Coming off the ark, God told uh, the mankind to, to, to multiply and scatter. Well, the reason that they're building the tower, lest we be scattered. And, and so we talked about that God never approves a unity at the expense of his word. And what a ministerial alliance is, is a unity at the expense of God's word. And so, by the way, if you don't think that these people are interested in these doctrinal issues... Uh, or uh, uh, the next day, I had received a call from one of the one of the parents and saying, "Andrew, uh, you know, can can you explain to me why my child is saying we're not going to be participating uh, in that in that hot days anymore?" And it, it, are, are you saying that it, it, we 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 shouldn't be participating in this? I said, "No, ma'am, that that is not what I said. You got a Bible on you." Yes, so can you turn to in, in 2 John 9, can you just read it for me? And can you tell me what it says? You see, I didn't say that. God said that. And, and, and so, but it was just amazing to see how these children were, were uh, interested in this issue. And they were interested in doing the right thing. And they, uh, in turn, used that information, that sphere of influence to influence their parents. And by the way, that, that parent was one of our hardest workers at VBS time. And, and so, uh, again, I, I share this uh, with you to say that we're not just making biblically smart young people. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I know congregations are full of young people, full of Bible facts. They could, they could, tell, uh, they could tell me the, the books of the Bible. They could even win Bible bowls. But that, that doesn't help you in Judgment Day unless that leads to something else, appreciating the wisdom uh, behind why we study these things. And it's not just knowing what you believe, but why you believe it. We stress that in that class. Uh, aside from these classes, uh, you know, there are the, the few personal Bible studies that have lined up. I have uh, three individuals that have uh, personal Bible studies. Uh, two of, uh, all of them are non-Christians. Uh, two of them are a Bible couple, and, and so they, they came to me. That, that a girl came to me. Her name's Aubrey. She wanted to be baptized. Well, she knew nothing of the Bible. And so uh, we studied uh, the, the, the greatest problem of sin. We studied the greatest solution of Christ. And, and so we concluded our studies, and I would just ask your, your continual uh, prayers for, for them. Their names are Aubrey and Joel. Uh, they're at the point now where, they would ask for, uh, where I would ask for them for a commitment, just waiting on them. Another study is one of my, teen, my, my teens, Viviana. Uh, she came up to me uh, amazingly after one of the classes, and, and she was relating to me uh, some of uh, the uh, frustration that she felt toward youth ministers. Uh, and, and she wanted to know, why, why is it that adults think that we're not interested in Bible study? Why is it that youth ministers think that all we want to do is play games? Now, all we want to do is go camping. Now, all we want to do is do this and that. We're interested in Bible, amazingly. And, and so, we, we, you know, I was talking to Viviana and said, let's go ahead and, and have a study. But, you know, she shows up, and she was, she was one of our great helpers as well. She helped in the classrooms. And so uh, I, I was proud of her, and I just keep, I would ask that you pray for her. 
uh, you know, she uh, she struggles in in her family, and and uh, so th- uh, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't think that any of her, well, one of her siblings is a Christian, but she's uh, reconsidering uh, her her conversion, and so I might be studying with her after that. But just keep that in your prayers. Uh, looking ahead, uh, Lord willing, uh, Yvaldi will begin Sunday morning classes uh, in September. Uh, that will also be the time where we follow up with all those addresses that we collected at VBS. Uh, and um, those families that were not members of the church. Uh, also, uh, uh, keep in mind that Uvalde is also experiencing a transition about a week before we came. Um, I was, uh, well, the preacher uh, let us know that he was going to be moving. And so uh, that, that happened, and so I didn't have a necessary a chance to, uh, you know, do anything as significant as far as that change, but what that's going to do is going to uh, cause a transition uh, of sorts. I met with the elders and I told them don't do anything. Um, I, I told them that I would uh, preach there uh, monthly. So once a month now, uh, I will be preaching in Uvalde, uh, as well as uh, uh, as uh, teaching the adults on Wednesdays. Uh, I do not know what that means for the teens on Wednesdays. So I have to go back and, and try to figure things out as to how we're going to have our teen class and how we're going to have that adult class uh, at the same time. But uh, uh, I would just pray for a, a you know, as, ask for uh, God to, to help in this situation that we can, uh, everything will work out for the good of everybody there. Uh, but right now there is a tremendous, tremendous opportunity and Uvalde to hear some sound gospel preaching. There is an empty pulpit. I did tell the elders that I would handle the speakers uh, that, that are coming in. And so uh, they did give me that liberty. And so I will be uh, uh, doing that short term. Uh, and, and, and long term, uh, we'll, we'll see where that takes us. But uh, I'll just uh, ask that you uh, keep that in your prayers as well. Uh, begin, uh, so again, beginning of September is when I start monthly preaching in Uvalde. As for the Wednesday class, my, my uh, idea is to begin a study of the Corinthian church. Uh, the church that was located in a place where they let in the world in the church. And, and, so, uh, in, and so my idea was to just study that church. And, and that would give me an opportunity to cover a, a variety and, and broad array of topics uh, that uh, you know, are, are important to that congregation and, and some of the things that they may be engaging in. Uh, aside from Bible study, uh, Uvalde has sent, just sent its first issue of House to House in July. And so that's going to be continuing on a quarterly basis. We're also looking, uh, we're going to be looking at setting up a track rack and just getting the materials in the hands of members. Uh, that's our next step. And Carrizo, uh, Carrizo Springs, the focus is on outreach. House to house. Uh, we have not sent house to house yet. The challenge of a small congregation is often finances. And so that is a, is a challenge. But we were able to work a deal with house to house to send a free uh, issue uh, on a yearly basis. And so uh, that will be sent out. Uh, other things like compassion cards, uh, friends and family day on the fifth Sunday of, of uh, every time there's a fifth Sunday, gospel meetings. Uh, I plan on starting men's classes uh, as, as well. So all that will, will be going on. The congregation in Carrizo may be small, um, but we are able to see uh, a tremendous potential in the members and in their influence in that community. Uh, uh, Kayla and I believe that there is still much work to be done in Carrizo. We wouldn't be there if that wasn't the case. And so, brother, I, I appreciate what you have been doing. Uh, just a quick run-through of what we're doing. 
uh, over there in South Texas. What can you do? Of course, you can pray. Uh, the most powerful tool, prayer. Uh, pray that Uvalde uh, will find the right uh, preacher behind that pulpit. Pray that Carrizo will continue her growth and influence in her community uh, That to the end that they would be self-sustaining. That's our goal. Our goal is to, is to uh, teach and help these brethren uh, to be able to teach themselves so that they could sustain themselves. And, and so uh, just keep praying for that. Uh, pray for Kayla and I. Things are about to be a lot busier, especially four months from now. Uh, and so just keep praying for that. Keep sending the cards. We've enjoyed those cards and the words of encouragement, uh, the letters that you've been sending. Uh, what else can you do? Well, David already talked about the importance of this congregation. Uh, it, it, it escapes people's minds that the, the best thing that they can do to help in other places is to get busy in this congregation. To work hard in this congregation. Uh, give sacrificially in this congregation. Because when you're busy here, your work goes out. As, as Paul would tell the, uh, the Thessalonian brethren in First Thessalonians 1.8, your faith toward God has gone out. Uh, and so how do you do that? Get busy here. Uh, get involved here. And that certainly would benefit uh, uh, other congregations. As, as David said, those who worked hard in the VBS here had their work literally carried uh, to Texas. And so we appreciate uh, that. Words cannot express how, uh, how much we appreciate not just the work but the brethren here. Uh, we love you. Uh, Kayla and I do. And we pray for you often and we, that, that God would bless you with a greater work and with a greater understanding and, and a greater appreciation of his wisdom and his will to the end uh, that your work of faith and your labor of love would be to the praise of of his glory and and to that end why do we do all this uh why is it that people labor hard in the vineyard why why set up this vbs why do these things you know we sang uh three songs pertaining to that pertaining to the glory of god why do we do all this brethren friends that is what is to be all about to god be the glory uh, that's what the congregation at Carrizo, that's what the congregation in Uvalde, the congregation here at Midway, that's what it's all about. What are we to be as a Christian? What, am, what are we to be as a congregation? With this congregation, a congregation everywhere, may God have all the glory. That's why we do what we do. May God bless our efforts everywhere, the efforts in Carrizo and the efforts here uh, to glorify his name and just want to thank you once again brethren for all the work that you do this evening uh where do you stand with the lord as we send out the lord's invitation uh we think about the 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 work that's being done in other places what about the work that's being done in our hearts are you a christian where where are you in relationship with the lord if you're not a christian won't you consider becoming one uh won't you consider being his uh this evening if not now uh, at least begin the process of knowing the Lord. Uh, friends, God has done too much. Uh, you read the, the book of Ephesians. You know, the book of Ephesians doesn't begin with, uh, I urge you to walk worthy of, uh, of the calling by which the Lord has called you. That's not how Ephesians begins. That's in, the, in chapter 4 of Ephesians. What, what the Ephesians begins with is the grace of our Lord. How God planned our redemption, how Jesus carried out our redemption, and how the Holy Spirit perfected our redemption. Why? To the praise of the glory of His grace. Friends, God has done too much to forsake another invitation. And so we extend that out to you. You need to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
You need to give your allegiance to the Lord. You need to repent of your sins. You need to confess His name as being Lord Supreme. And you need to be buried with Him, uh, baptized into His death so that you may be raised to walk in newness of life. You know, none of that will be your doing. None of that's going to be your work. No, that's God's work. That's what God does for you when you respond to His grace. And won't you do that here this evening? If you are His child, again, uh, praise be to God. Uh, to God be the glory. Uh, glorify Him. Uh, honor Him. And, and praise Him. Now, not, just, uh, not just this evening. Not just every time this assembly uh, meets. Uh, all the time. It may, uh, uh, it may be the case, however... That you haven't lived to the glory of God. Uh, you know, the, you've taken your eyes off what is really important. You've taken your eyes off what God has done for you. As friends, do not allow, do not allow this world uh, to take away God's glory from your life. Uh, it, it is a sad thing when a Christian uh, can live life without glorifying God. It is a sad thing indeed. And so if we can help you in any way, uh, respond to the Lord. If we can help you in your faith, we ask that you please make it known. Let's stand and let's sing.